and we're talking about obscenities. We're talking explicit about explicit, explicit material, sexual content mm-hmm. that you would not allow in your home. Right. But in the school, it is okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Fearless with Mark and Amber, the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking. I'm Amber Archer, and joining me, as usual, is my husband, Mark. Husband and wife team. Oh, here he goes again. Okay. (laughs) So on last week's podcast, we talked about obscenity exemptions, and today we're going to pick up and talk more about obscenity and involving minors. Mm -hmm. And some people might say, well, why are you spending all this time doing this? Well, because we just started a new documentary film called The Mind Polluters, and it is all about obscenities in our classrooms that our children are exposed to. So why does this matter? It matters a great deal for all of us to know and to be paying attention to what's happening. Yes. But first. Oh, we okay tell him okay so mark likes to do giveaways he's yes. it's new, his newfound favorite this is this is my new fun thing to do <laughs> and congratulations to betsy yes who answered last week's question correctly mm-hmm. which t famous tv pitch man made a cameo debut in the movie Unplanned. Uh-huh. And it was the dun, My dun, dun. Pillow guy. And I couldn't remember his name. Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell. Yep. And uh, so Betsy Stevens got it right. So congratulations, Betsy. Thanks for playing. Yes. So this week, <laughs> what I do you, put, what I do put you more thought into tri- the trivia than <laughs> actually prepping for the show. <laughs> Oh, that's kind of scary. So, because I mean, you, you deal with what we're talking about all day long. So, right, yeah, you just you got to lighten it up a little. So, uh, I have a I have a clip, an audio snippet from a film. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And so the usual, the first one to answer what film is this from, we'll get a. <laughs> Uh, we're going to do a book this week. A book. Uh, Inwood Drive. A signed copy of Inwood Drive, the book. Okay. Okay, so. And it's not going to be signed by. It's not going to be signed by Abe, Abe Froman. Abe that Froman. Was, that was a once in a lifetime <laughs> event. Because you knew who you were sending it to. <clears throat> right. <laughs> okay. Right. So, and okay. If you don't, if you don't know what we're talking about, you're going to have to go back a couple of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, all right. Here is, here is our famous movie clip. In the heat of battle, my father wove a tapestry of obscenity that, as far as we know, is still hanging in space over Lake Michigan. <laughs> so I thought it was appropriate, since we're talking about obscenities. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I, I won't say any more clues. We can... no, yeah, no more clues. No more clues. No more clues. Okay. So what movie is that from? Mm-hmm. First one, the answer on Facebook. Or you can email us at markandamber at fearlessfeatures.org. Mm-hmm. And you will get a autographed copy of In Would Drive the Book. There you go. For free. There you go. So Thanks thank, for playing along. Thanks for playing along. <laughs> it gives me something to do. <clears throat> so, so we talked about what is obscenity, and we were talking about it first from a biblical standpoint and right. then from a legal standpoint. Well, and and not to cut you off here for a okay. second, but just to go back on that, last week we had talked about in the garden, mm-hmm. Adam and Eve, and that was the first time they realized that, that 
um, how did you say it? It was the first time that public nudity mm-hmm. was on full display. And I think it's really important to go back and 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 just point out that in itself is exactly when sin came into the world. Mm-hmm. When when Adam and Eve, first Eve and and then Adam, when they took the fruit and the serpent deceived Eve mm-hmm. is when sin. So people, you know, sometimes people don't even know what sin is. And we are all fallen. We, we are all sinful. All right. We have a sin nature. And the scriptures are very clear about that. And I, I still am, am quite baffled and amazed when I hear even in the church crowd people saying, well, you know, man is inherently good. You know, we're just, we're, we're inherently good. No, we're not, actually. We're, no. we're not inherently good. We're we're born with a sin nature. We're inherently bad. I saw one of those one of those uh, funny memes a couple of weeks ago, and it was the the Calvinist uh, art collection. It was I think it was the Babylon Bee, and the funniest one that they had on there was a sign that said, "The only thing you contribute to your salvation is the sin which makes it necessary." Mm-hmm. And I just thought I would, I would actually hang that up because it's so true. Yeah, it is. So, yes. Um, so moving back into obscenities. Mm-hmm. So we talked about the exemptions. And one of the things we were talking about was this notion that just here in our home state of Indiana, it is illegal to have or display obscene obscene material um, within 500 feet of a church or school. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but inside Unless, but inside the school then it's okay. If it's considered educational. Purposes. If it's considered educational. So, let me on that note here, let me let me get my let me get my notes out here because I have a lot of notes to go over here. This is um, and this is actually <clears throat> I pulled I pulled some of these things from, here's a good uh, website that you can look at called waronillegalpornography.com. And you can go state by state and you can find the obscenity and library slash school filtering statutes. And and let me just, let me just pause for a second and say, it's interesting starting this film, The Mind Polluters, because you realize that there are so many people trying to sound an alarm, trying to make people aware of what's going on. And for us, when we look at it, we love to make movies because you can educate people very quickly of things that have happened over decades, mm-hmm. years. I mean, when we, when we look at Inwood Drive, I mean, that spanned... How long? Um, well, total. I mean, if you go all the way back to when when uh, George first started practicing was seventy four. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, you know, we talk about his life all the way back into nineteen forty five. And and that's what I mean. Like you're able to educate people in a short amount of time mm-hmm. on things that have happened 
for decades. Mm -hmm. And the same thing when I look at the mind polluters, we're, we're able to take this bird's eye view and bring it all together so that people can understand in a very short amount of time what's really happening and what's going on. Yeah. And we were talking about this morning, you know, it, it is overwhelming. It's overwhelming to us, but this is our job is to go and immerse ourselves into these overwhelming subjects and try to try to sort it out and present it in a story right <clears throat> that makes sense to people so that they know what's true and what's not that's what we do we we sort and sift through the things that are true and are not true and and paint a true line of where you know what what you need to know and I think, and we got one of the best compliments, reviews ever on Amazon. Somebody had said, just the facts, well produced. Yeah. And, that, I, and I'm like, thank you. You know, we're not trying to tell you what to think. Right. We want you to just see the facts, see the truth so that you can make up your own mind. Right. And we're not here to tell you what to think. And in fact, that was one of the early, um, I don't want to call it a complaint, but early concerns that, that someone voiced about the film was, I'm mm -hmm. not sure what you want me to think, what I'm supposed <laughs> to think. And, you know, we had a discussion about it and I said, well, thank you. I mean, that's that's kind of the point. Right. Is that it's it is supposed to leave, it's supposed to make you think. It, we definitely have a worldview that is evident from the start. Right. But it makes you think about a lot of things that you hadn't probably thought about. Mm-hmm. Namely, the fact that you had to sit there and listen to George Klopp for talk. Yeah, the abortionist, yeah. yeah no, nobody really wants to listen to that. <laughs> but it's it's a fascinating. But study. it's worth listening to. It is when when you really when you being able to look at all sides of an issue and speak to people on the other side of the aisle and have a cordial conversation mm -hmm. and be able to present all sides. And let you make up your own mind. Mm -hmm. So back to your. So back sorry. to back to obscenity uh, statutes. I wanted to pull up just since we were in Indiana. Let's let's talk about what this means. We're talking now about um, obscenity presented and involving minors. And so in the Indiana Code, uh, providing obscene manner and performances before minors. Um, this is the interesting part about it because it goes through, you can read through the, the state code. And incidentally, here's another thing we were talking about this morning. We will get back to this. We will get back to we'll this. But, the, but on this is we realize that how many people, how many of you listening actually have ever had occasion to take the time to read through any state laws? Um, or do we want to? Or do you I want mean, to, honestly, right? and it's not a criticism, but it's because just, I don't. It's just the reality. We we don't we we don't. Most of us are not in legislative functions. We're not attorneys, and so, uh, and after spending two years doing Inwood Drive, and I'm here to tell you, it's still not terribly easy to find some of this stuff. I mean, it's all there, but some of the terminology you just it there's not a lot of 
uh, people to explain what this is. Right. And a lot of it is. Or really, they don't want to talk to right, you. Right. <laughs> or they don't want to talk to you. And then a lot of it is really beyond your basic civics. So, um, so I totally understand. And so when we, when we read the, through this stuff, it's because, again, this is what we do as part of our research is we have to dive in and learn what this stuff means mm-hmm. and where it is. So And ask a lot of questions. And we ask a lot of questions. So in, this, uh, in the Indiana obscenity uh, laws as it deals with minors, um, the, the interesting part is in section 35-49-3-4 called defenses. I just want to read a couple of these lines. It so what they've done is they've talked about everything that qualifies as being illegal, okay. and and now they're defending and the now, obscenity. And now here's your way out, right? right. So now, just give an example: uh, providing obscene matter in performances before see before minors. Um, number one, disseminates matter matter to minors that is harmful to mi- minors displays matter that is harmful to minors in an area which minors have visual auditory uh, basically where they can see it or hear it uh, sell it rent it or display it within 500 feet of the nearest property line of a school or church these are all things that are prohibited Um, engaging or conducting a performance before minors that is harmful okay go ahead well and i was gonna say and the defenses that's in there for it, that's the next section <laughs> for litigation purposes exactly mm-hmm. yes so here now are the defenses and this is in our great state of indiana it is a defense to a prosecution under section 3 indiana code 35-49-3-3 of this chapter for the defendant to show number one that the matter was disseminated or that the performance was performed for legitimate scientific or educational purposes. There you go. Okay, there's there's excuse number one. Right. Excuse number two, uh, that the matter was disseminated or displayed to or that the performance was performed before the recipient by a bona fide school, museum, or public library that qualifies for certain property tax exemptions uh, or by an employee of such school, museum, or public library acting within the scope of the employee's employment. Uh-huh. That one right there is <laughs> about as broad and far-reaching as, as you can imagine. Right. So, as parents, let's just think about this. Because we are talking about sex ed here. We're talking, and we're talking about obscenities. We're talking explicit about explicit material. sexual content. Mm-hmm. That you would not allow in your home. Right. But in the school, it is okay, right? School, museum, library. Incidentally, the book that we had, if you listened to Tuesday's podcast Mm -hmm. with Abigail Lorenzen on I Choose Life News and Views, and she mentions a book that we brought into the studio, and that is one of these uh, curriculum books that we have, and it's called It's Perfectly Normal. Mm-hmm. And this book is available at the public library in the children's section mm-hmm. of the Allen County Public Library uh, in its pornography. It's child pornography. But it's okay because it's in a library. Right. And it would be okay to have in a school library. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be okay for the teacher or teachers to talk about it and to knowingly and willfully display it to your 
student. Right. And can you go back and what did that say? Who else was able to present it? I'm looking at the educational purposes because that's the whole reason if you look at Planned Parenthood, they have all of their people go out now into the schools and give the educational Right. Talks. So, th- so th- I'm sure that they probably, yeah, they put they fit it in under, under one of those educational one of those. <laughs> or scientific yeah, <laughs> yeah. or by an employee of such a school museum or public library. So my guess would be having gone through the process of setting up a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. My guess is that Planned Parenthood and and their their ilk probably do this through some sort of organizational educational yeah, yeah the, the we're an educational organization right. public charity oh i'm sure yeah. and that's how it's done we'll have to check into that yeah I'm, I'm not sure i would have to look even deeper into that yeah. i'm not an attorney but i can read documents yeah <laughs> um point uh, excuse number three that the defendant had reasonable cause to believe that the minor involved was 18 years or older i thought she was 18 that's that's your excuse. That's a legitimate excuse in Indiana. Right. And that the minor exhibited to the defendant a draft card, driver's license, birth certificate, or other official or apparently official document. <laughs> or apparently, if it well, all, all it looked vague, real to me. All the vague terms. All the vagaries, yes. <laughs> uh, purporting to establish that the minor was 18 years old or older. Right. You can just reading it, just reading the laws. You can see how much it's like, Ah, eh, well, we don't care. You're, right. It's fine. This is all bad. And you're not allowed to do this as the class D felony, except if you want to drive through this monster gaping hole over here, then you're fine. Yeah. Uh, number four, that the defendant was a sales clerk, motion picture projectionist, usher or ticket taker acting within the scope of the defendant's employment. And that the defendant had no financial interest in the place where the defendant was so employed. That probably That's doesn't. Interesting. That one would have applied more back when there were X-rated movie theaters, right? Not so much today. Wait, there's more. <clears throat> oh yay! Uh, paragraph B. Uh, except as provided in subsection C, it's a defense to prosecution under section three of this chapter if all of the following apply. Number one. So they uh, all we have to get uh, re- meet all these requirements for it to be able to if be you're, if you're going to use used as the if defense. you're going to use point B, you have to have all five of these. Oh, yay. Let's hear them. OK. A cellular telephone, another wireless or cellular communications device or a social networking website was used to disseminate matter to a minor that is harmful to minors. Okay. So if they got it through their phone. Check that off. OK. You're, you're OK so far. Okay. Okay. Number two on your checklist to not go to jail. The defendant (laughs) is not more than four years old or younger than the person. No, the defendant is not more than four years older or younger than the person who received the matter that is harmful to minors. Wait, let's break that one down. So So if you're sending dirty pictures to your girlfriend... And you're not more than four years different. Uh, number three, the we re- need a, we, who who can we find? We need an attorney. I need a we we need to have somebody on the show. We should give us a like, send us a comment, let us know if we mm. should have an attorney on the show because I think I'd really love to hear. We I think we need a prosecutor. A, a prosecutor that would be fascinating. Yeah. Let's find one. <laughs> Let's call Curtis. Okay. Uh, three, the relationship between the defendant and the person who received the matter. 
that is harmful to minors was a dating relationship or an ongoing personal relationship. I got lost. uh, Say that again. (laughs) If you guys are lost too, it's okay. if, if 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 the relationship between the one sending the dirty stuff and the one <laughs> getting the dirty stuff is that they're considered dating. Oh. Then it's okay. Oh, this... <laughs> oh okay. All right. Wow. Okay. Uh, number four, that the crime was committed by a person less than 22 years of age. So if you're under 22, you're all right. What makes a difference? I don't know. Like there's not ill intent <clears throat> with someone right. younger than 22. All right. Number five, the person receiving the matter expressly expressly or implicitly acquiesced in the defendant's conduct. So in other words, she said it was okay that she wanted me to send this to her, I guess. Okay. And it goes on and on and on. But the the last section here that that I, I highlighted... You know it's uh, bad if he highlighted it. Yes. In the filtering laws in the state of Indiana. 36-12-1-12. Uh, remember we talked about this, that these most of these curricula are available in the library. Right. And the one we were talking about is available in the Allen County Library. Uh, they're also available online for free. Yes. And A this, lot of them. This, and this one's available, this one in particular, available in the children's section. Well... Libraries that allow use of internet or computer networks. Uh-huh. Okay, so this is this is now back to computer porn. This section applies to a board of a public library that allows library patrons to use library software to access the internet or other computer network. All right. So, in other words, this is addressing whether or not it's illegal. There, whether or not there's liability for the library. Oh, yeah, I if see. If somebody comes in to use one of the computers and is looking, Exposed at, to. looking at explicit materials. Right. The board of a pub- public library shall adopt a policy. It's getting serious. Concerning the appropriate use of the internet or other computer network by library patrons in all areas of the library. Okay. Next, the board shall make the policy adopted under subsection C readily available to all library patrons. Okay, and the last point, the board of a public library shall annually review the policy adopted under subsection C. Oh. There's... You should have told me I would have asked what our libraries is. If you're scratching your head, like (laughs) I was... Saying, so where is the punishment for the library? There is none. Right. As long as they have adopted some sort of policy and told people about it. Mm-hmm. It's not the We problem. can distribute as right. much as we have. Well, that's interesting. I was just thinking, so I wonder, you know, the library has all those magazines. So do they have something like the Playboy magazine over there? Oh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure if you want... No. Yeah. Well, we'll, well, you know what? We'll do a little Wait, homework I'll, assignment. I'm going to we'll do go a Google look. search right now. Okay, you do a Google search. I'm gonna I'm gonna read some more materials here. Um, so now I'm back to federal law. Okay, I'm listening. This is talking about obscenity involving minors. Okay, so federal statutes specifically prohibit obscenity involving minors, and convicted offenders generally face face harsher statutory penalties than if the offense involved only adults. 
so section. Okay, okay. On a side note, real okay, fast. Here we go. Yes, they have Playboy esque things. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, who knew? Okay, moving on. Okay, that's your public library. Um, go ahead. Well, I was just looking. I don't know. I see books and e but yeah, they've well, they've got yeah, the twelfth anniversary Playboy mm-hmm. reader. Oh my goodness. It's available in storage. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> So you have to order it in advance. You, well, or just go just go ask for it. Or just you go know. Ask for it. Oh my word. I had no idea. Now I would be really curious. We should go down there and ask non confrontationally. <laughs> non confrontationally. It would have to be you because I, I have a hard time with that. Um, just ask them, Is could my 10-year-old come and request this out of storage? Right. What's the age limit? Is, Is there, there an, age, an age, limit? age limit? That's really interesting. Yeah. Okay. Or I could place a hold. You know, <laughs> I really don't want this stuff. No, like, please don't. I'm not. Okay. Okay. So back to uh, federal laws. Mm-hmm. Uh, And this is from the Department of Justice. So images of child pornography are not protected under First Amendment rights. Let's pause there. Um, The whole Netflix cuties issue. Okay. That's still on, though, isn't it? It's still on as far as I know. Yeah. And this is exactly why what they have done is absolutely something that needs to be prosecuted. Yeah. Uh, Images of child pornography are not protected under First Amendment rights. So this whole First Amendment, First Amendment, it's our freedom of speech. No, it is not. This is not protected speech. This is illegal. Uh, Illegal contraband under federal law. Uh, The U.S. Code defines child pornography as any visual depiction of sexually explicit conduct involving a minor. Incidentally, a minor is someone under 18 years of age. Visual depictions include photographs, videos, digital or computer-generated images, indistinguishable indistinguishable from an actual minor, and images created, adapted, or modified but appear to depict an identifiable actual minor. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Undeveloped film, undeveloped videotape, electronically stored data that can be converted into a visual image of a child pornography are also deemed illegal visual depictions under federal law. And so this is what they prosecute a lot of the people with the child pornography with. Um, So the last thing that we wanted to add into this is, let me read this paragraph. Notably, the legal definition of sexually explicit conduct does not require that an image depict a child engaging in sexual activity. A picture of a naked child may constitute illegal child pornography if it is sufficiently sexually suggestive. Netflix. Well. Additionally, the age of consent for sexual activity in a given state is irrelevant. What? Read that again. The age of consent for sexual activity in a given state. So in other words... Just because one state says, well, here the age of consent is 14 and there it's 18. And you know what's fascinating about this is, not fascinating, it's very disturbing and very sick. But what we found doing some of this research is they've been talking about, 
uh, they being some of the other researchers that Mm -hmm. we've already spoke to, they've been talking about how they're um, getting kids to understand consent earlier and earlier. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like they're teaching consent from preschool up now. Right. But according to federal law, age of consent in a given state is irrelevant. Any depiction of a minor under 18 years of age engaging in sexually explicit conduct is illegal. Well, thank goodness for that. So there is a whole There's a whole movie on this, right? There's a whole movie on this. (laughs) And we felt it was necessary to go through this because you have to understand, you have to have a a baseline of what it is that we're talking about. So we've, we've now defined... Biblically and legally, what obscenity is, what mm-hmm. it means, and we've talked about now um, what child pornography and obscenity involving children means, what it is. Uh, and moving forward, how it's able to make its way into the classrooms. Exactly. And it's all, and you see, you see how serious the language is mm-hmm. in these until you get to the state exemptions and then it's the exempt the exemptions are so broad you can drive a truck through it mm-hmm. so yes this is all terrible of course it, you know you can tell that the law was very strict and then they just carved out the middle of it and said but here it's all okay mm-hmm. and so that answers the question right there how this stuff is being allowed into the classrooms yeah is is just through these exemptions. So again, your vote matters. Oh yes. Uh, and we'll talk. We'll be talking more about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if ever there was a time for people to understand and not just it, listen, we all have to do our homework on who we're voting for. And if you see something on a ballot, you can't just mark yes or no without understanding what yes or no means. Mm-hmm. Because, like in Washington, they just passed that sex ed curriculum across the board, across the state. And it made me really stop and pause and wonder how many people actually went into that voting booth and knew what they were voting for. Mm -hmm. Because of I don't remember the way it was worded, because I remember looking at it and thought, you know, if I if I were a parent and I didn't actually research this and I didn't know, well, of course, our kids need sex ed. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. don't we all think that? Or do do we really need the government teaching our kids about sex? No, we, no, we really don't. I really don't think so. We really don't. And and the 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 thing to remember too is that, and this is the thing that we will, will reinforce over and over. Yes, it's overwhelming, mm-hmm. and yes, we're un, we understand we're parents. We have three girls, and and we totally get it. The notion of being overwhelmed i don't even know where to start what can i possibly do nobody's listening to me right at the very least what we as parents as individuals can do is we can engage with our children and engage with their classroom right and their teachers you absolutely have the right we have the duty and the obligation as parents to oversee what is being taught to our children Mm -hmm. and if you see something that you don't agree with it is your right and your obligation to question it yeah the teacher does not get to uh, yeah we, we can't keep going along with this no. i mean and you look at cancel culture yeah oh my word do not be afraid to 
to question it, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, you can be nice about it, yeah. but but call it into question. If it's anything at all that's outside of biblical, sound biblical doctrine, and all this stuff that we're talking about um, absolutely is. And, and you don't even have to, okay, because I understand that there are people who aren't there yet, who may not know the Lord fully yet and mm-hmm. understand but you can understand protecting your children from the obscenities mm-hmm. and from the, I don't even, the wickedness. That's, I, I just can't describe it anything else. I mean, it's just, it's just so shameful, so yeah. wrong yeah. to do this to kids. Yeah. And this is, this is our, our obligation. This is our duty as parents. Is Moral to pro- standards. Is, is to protect them yeah. from things like this, to protect them from things that you know are harmful. And you can make those decisions better than any school or any teacher mm-hmm. can. So just don't hesitate to ask those questions. Yep. And when you don't get answers, ask again. Yeah. And if the teacher ignores you and doesn't give <laughs> you the, the answer, person. then go to the super, <laughs> go to the principal. Yeah. Keep asking those questions and you will start to see where the problems lie mm-hmm. and then take appropriate action. Yeah. So. That is what you can do right now. And in the meantime, we are going to keep working on this. I think we're going to take a trip to the library at some point. Yeah, that'll be fun. Part of our glorious (laughs) research. (laughs) That's right. So thank you guys for joining us today. And if you are interested in helping us get the mind polluters done, you can visit the website at fearlessfeatures.org and just click on the mind polluters. It's all right there on the homepage and you can help support this mission. Absolutely. We want you to be part of it. We want you to be informed more than anything. So we are going to take everything we learn. And we're hoping here in the next year, we're going to take everything back. And you're going to find out exactly where this sex ed came from. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to check out the audio clip and let us know what movie it is from. Mm -hmm. And we will send you an autographed copy of Inwood Drive. The book. The book. Take care. We'll talk to you in a few days. See you.